0: Wait a minute, I hear something. Dr. Lube! Dr. Lube! Dr. Lube! Dr. Lube! Dr. Lube! Yeah! Hey, what's happening everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Dr. Movie, the podcast from behind the wheel. Well, behind the steering wheel, not behind the wheel. <clears throat> that would be even more tricky. When I figure out how to do that, then that'll be one step beyond. <laughs> um, you know, recently I just covered uh, the original Jaws, uh, one of my favorite movies of of all time, and I thought, what the heck? Let's let's make a run of this, right? Let's uh, let's not only go through the, uh, the sequels, but let's, uh, let's talk about a few of the knockoffs as well, you know, just, just for, just for fun, just for kicks. And, uh, so here we are with, uh, Jaws 2. Just when you thought it was safe to go back into the water, we get Jaws 2, which I find very interesting, uh, I've always wondered about this. Uh, I think, you know, before we got Jaws 2, we got Orca, the killer whale. And, you know, there's the whole thing about at the beginning of it where the Orca kills uh, a great white shark. Mm -hmm. Nothing else can do that but a killer whale, right? And then the opening of this movie, you got a killer whale that's dead on the beach that's been killed by the shark, so it's like, oh, this ain't just no ain't an ordinary shark, right? So I've always wondered about that. Um, by the way, I love Orca uh, almost as much as I love Jaws 2. Maybe even more. Um, let me know if you want me to do that one, because I did it on Rad movie rama so if you want to listen to that episode and go back and check out that Orca episode, you can do that. But if you want it in this kind of format... Where I'm by myself and not all my split personalities, <laughs> uh, that can happen. Just let me know what you think. Um, I do love that movie so. Uh, but anywho, let's talk about 1978. Uh, another stellar year for me as far as movie making. Again, it's in that sweet spot of when, I, when I, what I love about the late '70s movies. It's considered a horror thriller. And uh, do we really need a synopsis? It's Jaws too, right? Uh, years after the shark attacks that left Amity Island reeling, Sheriff Martin Brody finds himself in trouble, uh, f- finds new trouble lurking in the water. Sorry, I'm on, I'm on a back road trying to go around curves and hills while trying to read this. It's not a, not a safe thing to do. Vaughn uh, wants to rid the beach town of the stain of, on the reputation, but the disappearance of a pair of divers suggests that uh, all is not right. When Sheriff Brody voices the, his warnings uh, about holding a sailing competition, everyone thinks it's post-traumatic stress. That is until the shark finally uh, cuts—shark fin cuts through the water. That's a pretty well-written synopsis, actually. Uh, yeah, uh, it's the slasher Jaws flick, right? It's coming back for vengeance. There's, there's, it's, it's personal, right? I think that's actually the fourth movie, right? But yeah, uh, which, come on, uh, the more I think about this movie, the more it kind of makes me go, eh. The fact that this would happen again with just as big of a shark in the same town, you know. But what do you do with a sequel, right? <clears throat> you you want to return and, and grab that cash. So uh, when, I, when I think about that, <clears throat> we could have had a whole lot worse movie, right? And uh, that's where we'll talk about where three went, right? To try to take it somewhere else. Uh, but on part two, we return to <clears throat> return to Amity, and it's pretty much, for the most part, the original cast. Except, you know, of course, Quint's dead, and, uh, Hooper's no longer around. He's, he's, uh, decided to go back, I guess. Which could have been neat if they'd brought him back, but, you know, that's how these things go. Uh, why to watch? Well, it's thrilling, paranoid, and suspenseful. I love they throw paranoid in there. Um... I think that's the thing that makes this movie really kind of work. Well, there's two things, right? There's Brody, who's reacting. I'm telling you, it's a shark, you know. Look at this picture, right? You can see the eye here and the, the teeth. and Nobody believes it in him. Um, let's see. And the other thing is we'll talk about in a little bit, which, which makes this really a slasher flick. Uh, let's see. I enjoyed it and I highly recommend it. It's one of the many underrated sequels that should be given a chance. Absolutely. It is a really good sequel. In the world of sequels. It's a wonderful film and a great introduction to the genre, uh, for, to the genre for a new fan. Actually, an essential viewing. You know, I, I agree. Um, I think this one really holds up. Uh, to see, it's better than most sequels. It's formula-ridden, uh, but slick true uh, special effects work as intended yeah I mean I, if anything the shark works better in this movie than in the original let's see we've got one more here but this is also a really good movie and honestly one of my favorites the score is amazing, and well, uh, amazing as well and it's fun yeah I agree with that. It, it does the same thing the first movie does where you kind of get the the high adventure music when they're out sailing and all that stuff, which gives you this light, you know, uh, action kind of feeling about it. And then it turns around and gets horrific. <laughs> as far as the cast, like I said, what can you say that's any different except, you know, you you got the introduction of the teenagers. Which, again, if you pluck these these teenagers I was going to say kids if you pluck these actors out of this and put them in a Friday the 13th movie it would work seamlessly because they're exactly the same kind of kids you see in all those flicks right and uh, I think that really you kind of hone in in on that because they're, they're they're all buddy buddy they're getting along they play hijinks on each other it's You've even got the curly-headed guy that's kind of the outcast that's just like in every one of the Friday the 13th movies. Um, but yeah, um, the rest of the cast is pretty much the original cast. So nothing nothing to really bring at that brings somebody on board that's different. A couple of teens end up kind of, you know, being kind of famous for being in this one, Donna Wilkes, right? As we know from the the Angel movies, right? Avenging Angel, an angel, and uh, that's pretty much it. Uh, well, now we do have uh, Keith Gordon in this early role for him, uh, who ends up being in Christine and uh, Blowout. Was he in? No, not Blowout. He was in uh, uh, Dress to Kill. Yep. And uh, so, I mean, you know, again, young people filling, fitting the bill. Let's talk about this one. Yeah, there's uh, a couple of divers. Opening sequence. Oh, I forgot to say, Jeanneau Schwark. Schwark. (laughs) Jeanneau Schwark directs it, Uh, who I'm a fan of. Um, If you don't know who he is, I I got introduced to him, well, obviously with this movie. But uh, Jeanneau Schwark also did uh, Somewhere in Time. He did the Supergirl movie with Helen Slater, he did Bug you know, the the. I, I think it's kind of what led to him getting this movie Santa Claus the Movie um, and he kind of got brought in because they were having trouble with the original director and uh, he just didn't really fit the bill wasn't really an, an action guy and I think that kind of hurt the direction of where they were going, so they brought in Geno Schwark, who also uh, kind of cut his teeth with uh, Episodes of Night Gallery. I don't know if you're familiar with Night Gallery or not, but I absolutely love Night Gallery, uh, which is Rod Sterling. It's 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 his follow-up to the Twilight Zone, but a lot more creepy. I think it's 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 more uh, more horror-related than than Twilight Zone was. Uh, if you've never if you've ever seen uh, art uh, art gallery uh, Night Gallery check that out. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a great series, lots of different directors, lots of short stories, cool stuff. But, uh, anywho, that's my Jeanneau-Shark, uh, background. <clears throat> and, uh, some creative stuff they did with this too. They created a different kind of camera harness for the shark to kind of give you those overhead shots of him coming through. I mean, it, there were some creative decisions made here that we didn't have in the first movie. And uh, this thing is shot well, directed well. And like I said, the, the shark works on a little better level than, than in the first movie. To a certain degree. Um, like I said, you've got the divers that disappear. They have a camera down there. They're just exploring. And while somebody's getting eaten, the camera's just automatically shooting. We get these pictures. Some other divers find the camera later on. They get it to Sheriff Brody. He sees the picture. He's starting to put it together. There's a problem there. I think it's a shark, right? And like I said, the townspeople don't want to believe him, which which is kind of the problem with the movie, right? You would figure after what happened and the fact that there was, not only did they catch the tiger shark, but, you know, the killing of, of, of Quint by this giant, gigantic shark in their area and the havoc that it wrecked on the town their ear would be a little closer to the ground with this stuff. They wouldn't go oh you're just you're just losing your mind, Sheriff Brody, you're just reacting. No I mean <laughs> this has happened before. Why throw caution to the wind people And it's not just the mayor. I mean it's like the whole council and they're just like ah, you're just overreacting. Yeah, well, whatever, <laughs> you know. So uh, that's that's really the only problem with. Uh, well, the problem is is them reacting that way, and the fact that another big shark like this would come and wreck the same kind of havoc on the town again. Eh, you know, it kind of makes you go. Eh, I don't know. Uh, but anyhow, um, we got a group of teens, which Sheriff Brody's son is also a part of. And uh, they're going to have this big sailing competition, a regatta. And they're planning for this big day for all this. Uh, you get shots where Sheriff Brody's on, in the watch-out tower on the beach, and people are out there having fun in the sun. And he sees a shadow out in the water, and he reacts and jumps down. He's And he's gone full tilt Rambo here, man. He's already gotten some bullets, and uh, he's dropped some... some like some acid <laughs> into the, the heads of the bullets. That way, it, it'll you know it'll poison the shark and kill him. I mean, it's it's just he's he's gone full tilt. I'm I'm doing what I can here, right? So he freaks out, gets everybody out of the water, and starts shooting. And it's a bunch of bluefish instead. So it makes it look like an idiot, it scares everybody off the beach. They won't go back in the water. You know. So he gets kind of reprimanded for that kind of thing. But uh, he's still convinced that it's a shark. And let's talk about some of these death scenes. Um, You know, the open open one with the two divers, you don't really see a lot. But it's well done. Uh, You've got the lady that's pulling the skier, right? And the skier uh, falls off. Right, falls in the water and you get the scene where the shark attacks the boat which is great and the woman reacts and picks up a, a gallon of gas or a gas can and acts like she's going to throw the gas on the shark, which she kind of does and then she gets a flare gun and when she shoots it it ends up setting the boat on fire and it explodes and now the shark has got this scar on its face right, where it's been charred Um, but the fact that now that the, the shark is just saying, Hey, we'll just take out the boats. Uh, you know, we, we saw the first one do that to the ship, the orca a bit, but this one, it's, it's kind of like, uh, you know, Hey, I'm coming after you and you can't stop me. Um, you get, you know, several other scenes where people are getting attacked But the one that really stands out the most to me, that when I think about this movie, this is what I think of, is when Tina's out there in her little boat with her boyfriend, what's his name, Eddie? Can't remember, black-headed kid. They're out there in the boat, romancing. Uh, The boat gets hit, knocks him off in the water, and he's quite a bit away from the boat. I don't know if the boat just moved away that far, but she can see, Tina can see the shark coming, tells him to start swimming, he starts swimming, Shark gets him and grabs him from underneath and and just brutally grabs him. You don't see it, but it grabs him and slams him into the side of the boat. And then he comes back up and grabs the edge of the boat, holding on, and he's got such a death grip on it that when the shark pulls him, it breaks the board. That's how hard he's holding on. Such a convincing scene. It's top notch. It has done so well. And that's what I think of when I think of this movie is that scene. I I remember seeing that in the theater. This is the first Jaws movie I saw in the theater uh, as a kid. And, uh, yeah, man, that scene, wow, Uh, still looks great, still holds up. You never see the shark. You don't have to. Uh, It kind of reflects back to the very opening of the original Jaws with the girl that goes out there and gets pulled back and forth, you know, the story behind all that. It, it, it really ties into that kind of filming, and it just works great. Uh, other than that, you got the teens that are out sailing on that morning, and, of course, they end up, you know, the shark attacking them, takes out, you know, a couple of the kids. Now their boats are now damaged. They tie their boats together just to make a raft to stay alive on until somebody comes and help helicopter comes to save them. This is another thing you think about is the helicopter lands to save the kids, and the shark grabs the helicopter and pulls it under the water, which I think every shark movie from this point tries to do, right? Because it just made that much of an impression. Then finally, Sheriff Brody shows up, and... We get a little foreshadowing in the movie where there's a power line that these guys are dragging the bottom of the, the the ocean there, and they they hook up to it and they pull it up. It's pulling the boat backwards. It's so so heavy, and when they finally get it pulled up, you think it's the shark, but it's actually this power line. It's like, let it go, man. It's a power line. Well, the way this ends up, Brody pulls up the power line. Shark comes at him. He's on in uh, Brody's in the little just a little raft and ends up shoving the wire or gets the shark to bite onto the, the power line and of course it fries the shark and kills it and it blows up. And uh, It's pretty cool, I have to say. It's pretty dang cool. Um, but yeah, the, the way the shark operates in this movie it's a slasher flick because it's all intentional. The first one is a shark just doing what a shark does looking for food. This one a lot more sinister, a lot more maniacal, um, just coming after you, and uh, he's, he's a lot meaner. So I don't know what we call the shark in the first. I mean the first one we called it Bruce, this one I don't know, what do we call him? I don't know. I don't know that we ever named it. I might need to do a little research on that. I think this is a great flick. Um, it's not as good as the first one because of the storytelling, right? but it has a lot of the same elements, a lot of the same people. Um, it's just got a couple of plot problems, kind of like what I just said. I mean, the fact that the townspeople just don't want to believe it whatsoever, you're just like, come on, this happened before, right? And, uh, I don't know, I, I, I really like this one. I'm going to give it a five out of five. It's, it's To me, it's that good. Uh, and that's kind of why I stand on this one. You need to check this one out if you've never seen Jaws 2 just because, uh, just because Jaws. <laughs> so there you go. That's my thoughts on Jaws too. Uh, let me know what you think. I'd love to hear your ideas. You can say, Rick, there's no way it's a five out of five. It's a three out of five or whatever. Um, fine. That's, that's great, you know, but, uh, yeah, a little interaction would help. Love to hear from you. All right, folks, that's it for this one. We will check you later.